0: What's going on y'all? Welcome to Progressive Action Radio And y'all know how we start off the program We start off the program with a sing-along And today, we are going to set it off by Strafe Let's get it I don't care if you know how to sing or you don't know how to sing But we're going to start this radio show off Progressive Action Radio show off With some good energy, let's get it You can ad-lib You can just sing words hum the melody. I don't care what you do, but we gonna have some fun this morning before we get to the information. I'm your host, Tramel Thompson, and this is Progressive Action Radio. Yeah. We definitely gonna set it off this morning. We gonna talk some contract stuff, so let's get it, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set it, it off, off the chest, set off, y'all. Suggest, y'all. Set it off, I suggest y'all. Set it off. Let's get it. Set it off on the left, y'all. Set it, set it up off on the right, right. y'all. Set, set it off. Set it Come on, on, let's set, it, on. set, set it off. Set, set it off. You know what this party started quickly, set, quickly. right? Set, 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 set it off, set it off, set it off, set it off, set it off. Set it off, I suggest y'all. Set it off, I suggest y'all. Set it off. Set it, it off. Set, set it all. On the left. On the right. On the left. I suggest left. It. On the left. Well, on the right. On the left. I suggest why we left. action radio. Set it suggest Sing mm-hmm. along. Set it, it off. Set it off on the left, Set it off on the right, Set it off from spark to flame. Uh, uh. A little thing can. Yeah, let's get it. Aggressive Action Radio. to start off progressive action radio today we are going to set it off and we're going to talk about our contract new york city transit workers contract is due may next year and we are in some deep shit (laughs) we are in some deep shit because we have yet to start organizing for our contract right so as as you know, unless you've been living under a rock or seriously not paying attention, we see inflation is through the roof. We had 40-year highs in inflation, and you would think that with all of this economic, all these economic issues that's happening, not only in New York City but across the world, that we should be ready to wage a substantial fight against the transit authority because When the transit authority, when things is flourishing at the transit authority, they say they don't have no money. Now, when they have an excuse coming back from COVID, um, ridership is low. They actually have an excuse to say, well, we don't got the money to pay the workers. And the union is treating this as business as usual, as if there's not no concern. Now, I'm going to tell you guys what. There's probably not no concern for the, for the, the real decision makers. In the union administration, because they are paid in full. They are paid in full. They don't have the concerns that everyone else have. You know, their salaries is well over six figures. Well over six figures. The minimum salary for a vice president is like 150000 And if you look at a department like RTO, you'd be like, well, uh, I don't think that they deserve that. But, you know, we'll save that for another show. But let's let's dig a little bit deeper into... You know our contract, um, our wages, and things of that nature, and, and we're gonna we're gonna examine, you know, um, and knock out some of these myths. You know, when I first came to transit, they were saying, you know, MTA ATM. Let me tell you, you guys, this. That is the furthest from the truth. That is the furthest from. The truth. MTA is not ATM. Now it is ATM if you killing yourself and you know you you're working 60, 70 hours a week, you know. Um, yeah, that may be ATM for you, but you don't have no real life. You know, you're living at work. And I see a lot of coworkers making an excuse. And I don't care how you get your money, whichever way you get your money, but if you're able to get this money without putting in so many hours. You know, I think that would be better uh, because transit workers are severely underpaid. You know, we are underpaid. In fact, there's only like maybe like three titles or maybe just one title that makes over $40 an hour in New York City Transit. I think the only title that make over $40 an hour is is the Woodside Shop EEM. I don't think no other title make over $40 um, an hour. You know, bus operators should be over $40 an hour right now. Um, cleaners in New York City Transit should be around $35 an hour. Conductors and train operators should be over $40 forty dollars an hour. We only have one title, I believe, that's over $40 an hour. And that says a lot. That says a lot in this city. You know, I'm, I'm tired of hearing... Um, you know, the MTA, ATM thing, when all the other city agencies get paid more than transit workers, right? NYPD more than transit workers. You know, people will say, well, you know, their their jobs is dangerous. All right, sanitation get paid more than transit workers, and they get paid every week. Their base salaries is more than transit workers. Um, of course, firefighters, correction officers, um, you know, the, the main city Agencies, teachers, you know, teachers after, you know, X amount of years, their their salaries surpass ours. You know, we are we are only able to keep up through overtime. Our base salaries are significantly lower than um these other city agencies. And not to mention, um a lot of people probably don't know this. Our night differential, our night differential is the lowest in New York City. All the other city agencies get 10% of their hourly wage for night differential. Transit workers don't get that. Transit workers do not get that. Um, in sometime in the 80s, we lost cost of living. I don't know why that happened. Um, And furthermore, I don't know why it wasn't fought to be reinstated back into our contract. Like, you literally cannot afford to live in the city in which you work and what you serve. I've coined this term time and time again, transit refugees. What's, it, Tramiel, what's a transit refugee? Um, is someone who cannot afford, a transit worker who cannot afford to live in the city in which they work. That's why you see so many um, transit workers living in Connecticut, living in Jersey, living in Pennsylvania, um I even know a transit worker that commutes from Delaware to New York City every day every day which which is is pretty crazy but these these are the extreme these are the the extremes workers are going to have a decent life right now you sacrifice when you don't live in the city in which you work you sacrifice you know quality of life you spend a lot of time traveling back and forth gas driving, train, whatever the case may be, it takes away from your quality of life. And all of these are results from poorly negotiated contracts, specifically speaking, after the the 2008 recession. After the 2008 recession, we have been taking subpar, at the best, subpar contracts. At the best, subpar contracts. And then furthermore, you know, to, to make matters worse, all new hires is five years the to top pay. We lost that within the last decade and up under this stand United administration. Right? Five years the to top pay, that means that every new worker is losing around thirty thousand dollars within that five year stretch. Because before it was three years the to top pay. Now it's five, you know, um, it makes things harder for people to even want to take the job. That's why you have so many uh people leaving New York City transit or once they get experience working here within the first year or two, they out. Because nobody don't want to come here making twenty-something dollars an hour um to deal with the type of headache that we deal with. Yeah, granted, we're not going to arrest people. We're not running into burning buildings, but we still have a very important job to do there's a lot of things that this job say this job don't tell you that we deal with we deal with um edps emotionally disturbed um we deal with assaults getting assaulted um we deal with decapitated bodies transit um, train operators and conductors sometimes we see decapitated bodies of people who jump in front of our trains Um, that's a whole nother issue uh, we deal with not getting lunch breaks sometimes. A lot of people, especially in subways, buses got a better contract than us. But in the subways, we don't get a guaranteed lunch break. So you may not eat lunch, right? And you're you, you not allowing your, your 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 um food to digest properly because the dispatcher could call you at any given time and tell you to get on your train right in the middle of your meal, right? So it leads to health issues. Transit workers have a lot of health issues because of the deplorable work environments that we work in, the poor air quality, um, not getting lunch breaks, not getting proper breaks to um, relieve yourself, you know, eliminate the waste in your body. There's a lot of things that go on here in New York City Transit, specifically speaking in subways and in buses too, that you don't hear about, especially if you're the average rider or casual rider, or you don't even work here. You know, every job has its tangibles and you will only experience it or know what it's about if you work there, right? When you look at the pension issue, not only in New York City transit, but in the city overall, um, tier six is a major issue. Yeah, they uh made the investment time earlier now, went back it went back to five years from 10 years. But it cost the state anything. It didn't cost the state the, the state nothing. It didn't cost them anything, right? Um, the first tier sixes will be able to retire at twenty thirty seven under its current condition now. Pension condition now, you won't be able to retire in twenty thirty seven because where would you be able to live in New York City with forty thousand dollars? You won't be able to live anywhere with $40,000. So the pension system is crazy. Like I said, not only in New York City Transit, but, you know, for all new nicest workers, period, that never entered the pension system before. Um, we don't get, there's a lot of things that we don't get. We don't get cost of living allowance. Our vacation, you have to, before you get top vacation, you have to do 15 years. All the other city agencies get their top vacation after five years. Longevity pay—you don't get longevity pay in New York City Transit after 15 years. Um, it, in all other city agencies, it's five years, right? Um, and it's a substantial amount. We talk about four or five thousand dollars, and I, I believe in New York City Transit, we talk about a, a couple of hundred dollars, which is a smack in the face. Um, there's a lot of things to fight for this contract, and and I didn't even itemize the issues all the way through I'm just generally talking about the issues to show you guys that the union is not mobilizing right now for our contract they're not mobilizing right now for our contract and we have a serious 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 fight ahead of us I said this before this job will be for trans for this transit job. Transit jobs will be for college students, and in their future. Nobody, nobody's going to be looking at being a transit worker as a career. Like the people who really got sense, who really know their worth, who really know the power of a transit worker, they're not going to take this job because it's not going to be able to keep up with anything it's not and then we we're stuck in like this bracket where we don't qualify for programs but we need programs right because if you stuck you you make like 60,000 a year some programs say you make too much but and then you fall into the bracket where you got to pay rent full price and rent takes up all of your salary because yeah you may have made $60,000 but you're not bringing home sixty thousand dollars. You're bringing home probably like around forty some thousand. And you know, for some reason, these programs don't look at what you actually bring home. They look at what you actually make, which I I think is bizarre and backwards. Anyway, right? But you know, when you look at even the overtime issue, you got guys saying, "Yeah, you know, I made one forty last year. I made one fifty last year. All right, that's cool. How did you make that? You made that with overtime. Did you know?" that the transit authority have a plan to cut down on our, on our overtime. That's what these whole chronos clocks is for. The whole chronos system is to monitor the overtime and see where they want to cut it at. Right. They want to cut the overtime and overtime is not guaranteed. What you should just be looking at is your base salary because the transit authority is going to do everything in their power once they get their manpower numbers up. Once they get part timers on the property, because that's going to come eventually, especially if we keep with this mindset of this union administration, they're going to they are going to allow part timers on the property, right? the The overtime is going to start drying up over time. <laughs> no pun intended. You know, it's, it's going to start drying up. And all that overtime that you were working to have a decent life is going to destroy your life. Because while we working all this overtime, we're not paying attention to the fights. We're not getting involved with the fights. We're not holding people accountable to making sure that we should be able to live off of our base salaries. Transit workers should be able to live off of their base salaries. Overtime should be a bonus. Overtime, you know what? I want to take this extravagant vacation to Tulum, Turks and Caicos. I want to do something extravagant. I work some overtime for some overtime to make sure that I could go take this nice vacation. But to work overtime to pay rent, to pay a car note, to feed your family that's an issue and if you and if that's an issue we have to hold the people accountable who created this issue for us which is our union administration for negotiating sub par contracts contracts that don't keep up with inflation they've been lying this whole entire time how our, how our contracts beat inflation right so they they try to they try to angle it and say our contracts beat inflation therefore we're doing great all right let me put this into perspective for you guys the last contract mcdonald's workers got was like 14 something percent 15 something percent that was significantly above inflation does that mean they could still survive in the city in which they work absolutely not do transit workers make a substantial um, um, amount of money more than, than fast food workers? Absolutely. But guess what? A McDonald's worker will be able to, to qualify for programs where a transit worker cannot. So essentially, we are all in the same boat. For the past decade, people been talking about the shrinking of the middle class and the middle class this, the middle class that. They're right. They're right because you know, a lot of people don't want to admit but transit workers are the middle class working poor. We are the working poor. Yes, yeah, some people do better than others because of their situation and they set up and families and investments and things of that nature. That's true. But in the grand scheme of things, transit workers are the working poor. Look at your base salary. Your base salary is the gross. What do transit workers actually bring home if they just work in the base salary? $40,000, 50000 a year. Facts. And not every title gets overtime. Specifically speaking, look at cleaners. When this whole COVID thing was going down and the overtime was in abundance, cleaners was jumping all over the job to get that extra money because they know how hard it is to survive or for eight hours. And not to mention, the union is selling out the workforce. They have, specifically speaking, The cleaning department, they have contractors doing cleaning work. You go to some of these terminals, there's no cleaners, no New York City transit cleaners in the terminals no more. They are all contractors. How is that beneficial to local 100 members? How is that beneficial? It's not beneficial at all. It's not. And sometimes, most of the time with this administration, you have to question whose side are they really on? Are they really on management side? Or are they they, they on the worker's side? But I'm telling you guys, the contract is up in less than a year. We have yet to begin a fight back. You could literally fight for every day for something here. And we have not had a fight back in years. I don't think ever within this administration. I'm not talking about the contract rally. That's that's routine. That's part of course. They do that. It's part of their theatrics. Doesn't count. What happens in between contracts? No assault rallies. No contract rallies. No better working condition rallies. Oh, but when it comes to the horses, they out there in Central Park you know, holding up signs and and protecting the owners of the horses who's abusing, you know, the animals. But look, look, people. This union administration get away with what we allowed them to get away with. And we got to start asking questions and holding people accountable. That's today's radio show. Make sure you guys share out the platform. It will be on SoundCloud. Make sure you follow the SoundCloud I'm going to do these shows almost every morning if I can. I'm still going to be doing the TV shows, of course. You know, the TV shows, it's going to be separate platforms. I'm going to be getting guests on these platforms. But make sure that you guys share out this radio show. It's going to be very important. I'm going to be having guests. If you want to be a guest on the show, you want to be interviewed on the show, hit me up. You know where to find me at on Facebook or email me at progressiveaction100 at gmail.com. I catch you guys later peace